Welcome to Builder Funnel Radio. Here you'll learn about how to grow your home building, remodeling, or contracting business. If you're not growing, you're moving backward. So we want you to always be in growth mode. This podcast has really turned into a movement and community of people who want to grow personally and professionally. Here we bring you some of the best marketing, sales, and business minds in the industry so you can elevate your business. All right, let's dive into the show. Hey guys, welcome back to Builder Funnel Radio. And in this conversation, I bring on Ryan Cote of Ballantyne, and he also has a podcast on personal development. But this is a great conversation because we talk a little bit family business. He's been in a longstanding family business. So we talk about some of that experience and what he's learned there. And then we transition into personal growth, personal development, how to integrate it into your own life, but also how to integrate it into your workplace and your team and kind of inspire others to go on that journey as well. So I think you'll get a lot out of this conversation in terms of variety of topics and also some tactical things you can take away. So enjoy this conversation with Ryan Cote. Hey, Ryan, glad to have you here today. Hey, Spencer. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Yeah, likewise. And uh, it's it's funny because we connected maybe a week or two ago. And as we we're kind of sharing background stories, we realized that they're very, very similar in a lot of ways. And not, not that they're common either, because you come from kind of a direct mail background family business. But maybe you can kind of share a little backstory there on the family business and how you got involved. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, happy to be here. And in terms of uh, Ballantyne, yeah, it's a, my family's marketing agency. It goes back to the mid 60s. We still do a lot of direct mail, but we've the last five years have added a whole digital component to it. So uh, my great uncle started the company in 1966. So we're on 55 years now. And myself, my two brothers, my uncle are partners in the agency. My father retired in 2017. For a good chunk of our history, we're direct mail, like the stuff you get in your mailbox, postcards, self-mailers, packet envelopes, bills, you know, those kind of things. Uh, <laughs> yeah, all the fun stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, the fun stuff. Yep. We don't do the bill though. bills. Though. Our stuff is more like marketing material. But five, about five years ago, we slowly started to add a digital component to the, the company, starting out with just SEO, because that's what I knew best. You know, for a while, it was just me on the marketing side. I, I did marketing for the company for for a long time. And SEO is what I knew best. So we slowly started adding digital SEO. What was the next thing? Social media. And then my brother came on board and he started learning PPC. And so we added PPC, pay-per-click. And it was just like a slow evolution to get to where we are today. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. It's it's funny because yeah, it was our family direct mail business didn't go back quite as far, but my grandfather had started the business, I think in the 70s. And my dad took over or started to take over in the 90s. And then I came in kind of around that 2010 timeframe, similar. Like I had no interest in direct mail, but I was like, hey, I'm getting into this digital thing. And, you know, my dad was like, well, come over here and figure it out instead of going down your own path. And I think he saw the the transformation going on in that space. And you kind of said it, you know, it's all marketing stuff because all the bills and the touch mail just immediately went to email and digital. And, you know, yeah, um, it was all that stuff was just, oh, I don't need to pay the postage and all these fees just to get a bill out, you know? So I'm curious, yeah. like, did you always have an interest in going into the family business or, you know, why did you ultimately start there? That's a good question. So I'm like a big journaler. 
And I wish I was journaling back in those days when I joined the company in 2003, just to remember my thought process. But from what I remember, so I, I didn't, to answer your first question, no, I didn't, I didn't have plans to go into the family business. I had two jobs outside of college. So I went to school for marketing, a minor in finance, which is really strange because I'm not financially minded at all, but it just, that's the way the, the course, the, the classes fell. So my main, my degree was in marketing and uh, I had two jobs outside of college. But funny enough, so I didn't I didn't think about the filming business unless I mean I would I would intern there, whatever you want to call it, during the summer months, just to make extra money. Honestly, I don't think I had any plans of being in the business, but I was always sort of around it. And I had other odd end jobs too in college and all that. And you know, my two jobs outside of college, they were actually in the mailing list business, which like my buying, like we would work with companies that would buy a mailing list from us and we would say, Hey, we think you should rent this mailing list because the demographics are whatever, whatever. And so I wasn't thinking about being part of the family business, but the two jobs I chose outside of college were actually very related. And then I remember 2003, my brother, Matt joined. And I think that's when I started giving it more serious thought because he was there. I thought it might be kind of cool to work with, work with him. And I spoke to my uncle and my dad and they said, well, we don't have a marketing person on the team. We probably should though. You know, it's like the next step for the company. And so why don't you why don't you be that marketing director for the company? And so I handle everything from trade shows to the website, to SEO, to newsletter sponsorship ads, to a little bit of sales, mailing up camp, uh, direct mail kits, just you know, everything marketing related. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I think uh, it's always interesting family business. You know, in the construction space, there's a ton of family business, and I think it a lot of times happens that way. You know, it's like, oh, this would be fun to work with family or this, you know, this sounds like a good thing. And then you kind of create a position in a lot of cases like, well, we could do this. Why don't you go over there and figure that out? And, you know, and then it kind of evolves from there. So, yeah. Fortunately, our dynamic is very, because, um, you know, like family businesses don't always work out because the there could just be a lot of, it's, it's a whole different beast, really. Yeah, many um, don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. And so we've been lucky, you know, it's, We've, we've always gotten along and not that things are perfect, but the dynamic between all of us, it just kind of meshes well, I guess is the best way to describe it. Um, like I said, it's not completely problem-free, but it's obviously we've managed 55 years, so it's it's been okay. And I think that's really helped. I don't know about your family business, but that's... Yeah, I th- I think you know I've I've been fortunate that my dad has had family businesses on both sides, and he's kind of gotten to see some of the good and some of the bad, and he's mm-hmm. been able to take those lessons. And then when I came in to work with him, I think he applied a lot of that, and was just like, "Hey, this is I'm going to do some things that are going to set this up for success," and you know, us working together. So yeah, I definitely definitely got lucky there to have somebody that had that awareness to go, okay, this didn't really work. This works really well. Like this is how we'll navigate these scenarios. So, That's great. Hey, sounds um, like a, he sounds like a good leader. He is. He is. So let's shift gears a little bit because I know along this journey, somewhere along the line, you got pretty heavy into personal development. You know, Where do you think that started for you? Well, I've always read, I've always read books along that area like self-help and personal growth and mindset. So that, you know, the book started probably, I don't know, a bunch of years ago, 10 years ago, maybe just started kind of gravitating towards that. I don't know why it just had a pull towards trying to work on myself. I don't think there was, I, I know there, there's a defining moment when I really doubled down on it, which I'll go into next, but in terms of like where the interest came from, it just, you know, it just slowly, I just, I don't know, I gravitated towards it. I'm not sure what makes me interested in trying to like improve myself and 
And, um, but like early on, I started reading the books, like thinking big and, uh, how to win friends, influence people and all that kind of stuff. It just really interested me. So, but where I really doubled down on it was about 2017 in the business. Um, we started just going through a lot of issues and in this, at this point we had the team and, you know, that was a learning experience for me because I really hadn't had a team up to that point. Well, I hadn't had a team up to that point. It was literally me. And that's just a whole nother dynamic I wasn't used to. And around 2017, we started really in the beginning of 2017, it kind of just started right, right, right in the new year. We started just losing clients, like big clients, mm-hmm. like our top, top clients. It wasn't all at once where let's shut the doors. It was, it was like a slow drip. But then towards the middle of the year, we're like, hmm, like we're not keeping these clients and what's going on here. And so we started to really evaluate the business. Like who do we serve best? What do we do best? Cause you're not, you're not great at everything. Um, and so we identified like who we serve best and then what we do best. And we really like refine the sales process, like how we present to, to prospective clients, the whole like pitch, if you want to call it that for lack of a better word. But then I started looking inside, like, well, it can't just be that. It, like, it, it needs to be me too. There's, there's something I'm not doing, or something I'm, or something I am doing that's not good. And so I really doubled. I started like, I created a morning routine. I mixed up my whole exercise routine. I stopped eating red meat. I know that sounds like I had like a, a psychotic breakdown. I didn't. I was just <laughs> like, I was just really into like trying to fix it and like figure out what I'm going to do. So I started a morning routine. That was probably the biggest thing. And then I just changed my diet. I changed my exercise routine to try something different. Uh, I did boxing, which put me out of my comfort zone. And that combined with the the first, you know, getting clear on who we serve and how we serve and how we get the clients, the combination of those two, at least I think is what really started to turn us around because 2018, we just started to get in a lot more clients. It, we, the, the, the ship was definitely righted and, and it was, uh, it was exciting to see it. Like you're going through it and then you're trying to fix it and to see it get fixed. It was pretty exciting. Hey guys, I know that if you listen to Builder Funnel Radio, you are hyper aware of the fact that the way people shop and buy, it's changed dramatically over the years. And for the last 10 years, really since I started doing all this, helping my uncle's remodeling division scale up from about 2 million to 10 million, we've been helping remodelers and builders and contractors all over the country really refine their marketing systems. And I recently decided to kind of bottle all of that up into my first book. And that book is called The Remodeler Marketing Blueprint. And you can pick up a copy by going to the website, remodelermarketingblueprint.com. You can also search for it on Amazon or wherever books are sold online. But I highly recommend you go over to the website because we've got some cool book bonuses that go along with that if you pick up a few extra copies for your friends and colleagues or your teammates. So it would mean a lot to me if you've been listening to this podcast for a while or even just a few episodes, if you've ever gotten any value out of it, head over to remodelermarketingblueprint.com and snag your copy today. All right, let's get back to the show. That's cool. And I always think it's interesting too, when you're talking about some business challenges and you did take some business steps, but what I'm hearing from you is you like talked about the things that are kind of outside of that, the morning routine, the fitness, the diet, you know, what do you think it is about those things that bleed into the other areas, you know, of your life? I think it's a couple of things, at least for me, I know like when I do my morning routine and, 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 and consume good content, my, my audible and Kindle and all that stuff, 
it changes me as a person. Like I feel like I, I show up differently. I know I try harder. I try new things. My, my mindset is stronger. So I'm just a different person. I think that has a nice ripple effect. And, you know, I think it's, you know, almost like, you know, part of my morning routine, I learn, I try to learn new things. So I'm taking a new content and trying to apply it to the business. Um, so I think a big part of it is really showing up differently. And also I think it's, I think mindset is really like half the battle, if not more. And when you invest in yourself like that, if you're the type of person that gets up early, if you're the type of person that invests in yourself, if you're the type of person that spends the first hour doing meditation and this and that, that carries through it the whole day. Like you're, you're then probably the type of person that has the hard conversation, you know, whatever the case is, does the things you don't want to do. And so I think it just has a, you know, it has a big impact in the way you show up and the ripple effect that you have on your team and the people around you. That, that's my belief, at least. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I think you're right. Probably a lot of it has to do with getting in that right mindset and the frame of mind. You know, you're listening to stuff and it kind of inspires you to maybe burst through some challenges or take those hard steps that maybe you wouldn't normally take. Well, I'm curious now, what, what is the current morning routine for you? What does that look like? Okay, so my morning routine. Okay, so it starts off with exercise. And so I do a quickly five minute routine. So, you know, five minutes, it's not, it's not my exercise for the day. I still do other stuff, but just to get my body moving, usually it's, it's five minutes of continuous movement. So, um, and, and I'll, I'll be honest, like this, this routine has evolved. I started reading the miracle morning, which is like where it all started for most people, Hal Elrod. And then I've crafted my own routine based on just what my interests are and what my goals are. A lot of it's a lot of it centers around mindset because that's like my biggest struggle. Like I tend to shy away from confrontation. I don't like challenges, and I, I've been really working on that area. And I've 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 made uh, nice improvements in that area for myself. That's just my my weakness, I guess you could say. So, some movement. Five minutes of uh, like uh, kettlebell swings, mountain climbers. Like five minutes of continuous movement where I am out of breath afterwards, and then I do meditation. So I meditate for ten minutes. I use uh, Insight Timer. It's an app. It's a free app. They have like courses and stuff, but the, the part I use is free. So meditation, I do a, a little bit of journaling, just basically dumping out what's in my mind, good, bad, whatever the case is, just get it out in paper, pen to paper. Gratitude practice. That's a big thing. I get, I get my daughters into it as well at nighttime. It's, it's so powerful. I, uh, it like rewires your brain to look for the positive. It really does work. Like my daughters, when I put them to bed, I, get, I have them give me one thing they're grateful for. and the first week, maybe they were struggling, like, uh, like thinking, thinking they couldn't think of anything. And now they're just like, boom, boom, boom. Like they, they don't have to think they just know immediately what they're grateful for. And so like that alone that. is proof to yeah. me that it's, it's working. Yeah. That's cool. I got more though. You more. got more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so you start with the exercise, then you move to meditation and then gratitude, gratitude, quick journaling. And journaling, Quick journaling. Yep. and then I like to, then I, I work on like stuff that I label like progress. Like I set my priorities for the day, three priorities for the day. I write down what my biggest win was from the day before. I write down who I'm going to recognize that day, recognize or motivate, or just reach out to and say, Hey, thinking about you, I, I won't, I won't say that, but like just to reach out to them and just see how they're doing to one person. That's the routine. It takes me about 45 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Uh, so what time do you get up? I six, six thirty. That's six, not bad. Six, yeah. See, so you yeah. can still, you can still get a lot of stuff done in, you know, without getting up super early. So <laughs> I work, we work from home now. So I've got a little more flexibility. Yeah. A few more minutes anymore. without the commute. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Um, so it's made that a little easier. So I'm curious, I want to dig into the journaling piece a little bit. Cause that's something, you know, I've, I've similar to you love 
personal development and just, I don't know, if you read stuff, you listen to stuff and it just pushes you forward some days a little, some days a lot. The journaling comes up a lot and I just haven't like found a way to bake that into my routine or haven't done that. What have you noticed from doing journaling that makes you want to keep doing it? Like what do you, do you know? Yeah, I think, you know, my journaling in the morning is part of my morning routine. It's literally like a paragraph. I just think, Whatever's in my mind, I just, I just get it out and it feels good just to clear my mind. And, and I also like to have like a trail of what I was thinking in the morning because after, after at the end of the month, I'll review the, the 30 days of journal entries I put in. And it literally is like literally a paragraph. But what I do too with journaling is if I'm having a problem or I'm trying to resolve something or trying to brainstorm something, I'll go pen and paper, which technically is still journaling. And I've heard on a podcast that your, your hand but your brain thinks quicker than your, and you can write. So you, mm-hmm. by going pen to paper, you naturally have to calm your brain down because you can only write, you can only write so fast, you know? Interesting. Um, and so it has sort of like a, at least for me, it, a calming effect, just going pen to paper. And so if I'm having an issue, I'll do like pros and cons, or if I'm trying to think of something new, like a marketing thing, I'll just write down all my ideas and just spill it all out. And there's something therapeutic about it. And I usually come up with something really good that combined with the meditation when your mind is clear and you're not like busy, 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 it's amazing. Like things just pop in my head that I, that I was dealing with that I I think of something that might fix it. And so the two of those really help a lot. Yeah, that's good. sounds like I might've need to do that last night. I could not fall asleep. My mind was just racing, but maybe I just need to get stuff on paper. (laughs) Yeah. Write your to-do list for next day. Yeah. And uh, read the reading and um, journaling. They'll put you right to sleep like a baby. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I like it. Let's talk about, kind of integrating some of this into the business environment. Like I know you've talked about your morning routine, but I'm curious, have you worked to like implement some of these things with your team or do you just like bake in ways that other people can always be learning or how have you kind of tackled that piece of it? Yeah. So this is like the next evolution of my life or my, myself, like Ryan version 2.0, or at least my attempt at, at it, you know, COVID I've always, I've always written about personal development. And so I decided to make a brand out of it. So I've got morningupgrade.com, which is a blog, a weekly blog and a, um, a weekly podcast. It's a real passion project for me. It's my attempt to, tr- to try to create impact, to provide content that I think will help people if they read it or if they listen to it. Um, so it's my passion slash impact project. And I've been trying with, with, with my team too. Like, you know, you know, you can't force someone to take personal growth seriously, but I can at least share things with them and then hopefully one or two or three people or however many people they'll pull something from it and it'll help them. And eventually they'll think like, Oh, maybe I should do this for myself and I'll adapt it for my, my goals this way or whatever the case is kind of like how I did it. And so how, how that looks for me right now is I send out a, a Sunday email. So every Sunday I send out an email to the team, company wins, quotes, personal development advice, anything I've learned from like what I consume. If I find something that I think will help them, I'll, I'll message myself to remind myself to share on Sunday. And so personal development advice, uh, quotes, company wins, even like movie and band recommendations, it's become like a very diverse newsletter. And so I, I like send that it. every Sunday and I've been consistent. I've done it, you know, every Sunday for the last, when did I start this? It was a COVID thing too. So I think it was like April, May, I don't know, right, yeah, right around that. About a year. Yeah. About a year. Yeah. About a year. It's every, every Sunday. And then we started a book club. So we started off reading The Compound Effect by Darren, Darren, uh, Darren Hardy. And we've, we've sprinkled in like some parables and 
and, and even some like fiction books that's not always personal development, but just a way for us to get together and communicate non-business. And then some of the content is, is personal development. And then I've been sharing my podcast with the team too. I, for some reason, I hesitated doing that. I'm not sure why. Recently, I was like, wait, what am I doing? I'm putting out this content. It'll, I think it'll help people listen to it. So why don't I share it with them? So I share the podcast because I, I release a new episode every Sunday. And so I do my email Sunday. So it's perfect. So I share the latest podcast. So that's the way I've been doing it. It's been a slow evolution. I try not to be like pushy. Like I just put it out there and who consumes it? They can, cons- they consume it, they consume it. If they don't, they don't. It's totally up to them. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It's crazy to hear some of the similarities. We, we've got a book club as well and, you know, same thing, you know, and you, you always, you can tell who kind of grasps it and they're like, oh yeah, like this is a good path to be on. And then some people are kind of like, yeah, I'm getting something out of this, but I'm, I'm curious, have you noticed on your team, like a couple of people that are like, oh yeah, this is, this is awesome. Yeah. Like uh, so certain people respond to the email, the same people, some people are, are the regulars on the book club. So yeah, I've definitely noticed, you know, uh, some people taking more of interest than others and that's totally fine. It's their life. So they can, they can live it how they want. Another thing we do, I forgot to mention is goal setting. So we set, we set quarterly goals with the team that's done more through Larissa, our team manager, though I get, I review it and stuff. I get to see it, but we help them set quarterly reviews like goal setting. Cause that's a big part of personal development, obviously as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So do you have any ideas on your kind of wish list or dream list of like what else you want to bake into the company culture around personal development, or are you kind of doing everything that you, that you're wanting to do right now? Well, my next thing on my bucket list, and I think we spoke about this before we recorded like, or you know, the pre-show call, but a book, I want to write a book. I'm actually going to do it. I've decided I'm going to do it. Right on. Um, so now I'm really <laughs> laying out the, laying out the groundwork and, uh, and I journaled on that, like the table of contents and it's going to be it's going to be geared towards entrepreneurs that want to use morning routines and personal development to upgrade their life and business but really like if they if my team read it they would get a lot out of it it's just like the angle i'm trying i'm it's, it's the audience i'm choosing to speak to but really it's they uh, they can read it and and get something out of it so i'm hoping that that could be one book we read for the book club and hopefully they'll get one or two things out of it that helps them so that's like my next thing on my bucket list i want to i want to be uh, an author yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, it's a, it's a fun journey. So uh, yeah, best of luck on that one. And I know you'll, you'll complete it. So we've got a couple more questions and then we've got a last section of our show. Um, but I guess is, is there anything that I haven't asked you that you feel like when you're talking about this topic, you, you really like to share or something that I, that I missed? The biggest objection I get is like the morning routines, like they don't have time to do it. And you know, my routine might, make me sound like a crazy person, but I've been doing it for years now. And so I've sort of just evolved it and it's just become a habit now where it's not even, it's just something I do at seven days a week. I don't even think about it now, but I would say just start small. You don't need to do the whole thing. Literally, if you did like meditation and gratitude practice, those two, those two things alone, if you make a habit out of them, they're going to be very pivotal for you. So I would say just start small. It could be 15 minutes, 20 minutes, and then just build from there. Good advice. Yeah. All the the toughest habits that I've either formed or broken, they're always those like micro steps. So that's that's great advice. So before we get to the last segment of the show, you mentioned the weekly podcast and blog. If people want to check that out, what's the best way to connect or get subscribed or whatever it is? First of all, our company website is, is ballantine.com, like the beer, but no relationship at all. It's ballantine.com. The personal development blog and podcast is morningupgrade.com. Awesome. Easy enough. And we'll put those links in the show notes for you guys. 
But Ryan, before we wrap, we always do one last segment. We call it the fast five. So I'll hit you with five rapid fire questions and just say whatever comes to mind. First one, favorite business book and why? I have to say, the, I have two that come to mind real quick, but I'll give you Darren Hardy's Compound Effect about the small things that add up to results and then how to win friends and influence people. Those are the two that came in to mind like at the same time. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Cool. All right. Next question is, who is the most inspirational person in your life? Does it have to be someone I know or can it be? Can be anybody. Yeah. I would have to say the first person came to mind for me was Ed Milet. He's got a, a podcast and just an impressive guy, all these businesses, family man, successful podcast. He just does a lot. He's a machine and I don't know. I just resonate with his message. I think it's impressive what he, what he does. Cool. Very cool. All right. Uh, if you could have one superpower, what would that be? I, first thing that came to mind was flying. I think that sounds really quirky, <laughs> but I, I guess I'll go with that. Flying. <laughs> Flying's good. Flying's a common answer. You know, I think there's, there's something about it that we all, <laughs> all want to be able to fly. So, um, all right. Describe yourself in three words. Three words. Oh boy. Kind, optimistic, and ambitious. Awesome. All right, Ryan. Final question is, if you could leave our listeners with one piece of advice, what would that be? I would have to say, yes, you know, take your personal growth seriously, get comfortable with being uncomfortable, start a morning routine. Those three things will make a big difference. Very cool. Well, Ryan, thanks so much for joining me today. Yeah, I had a blast and yeah, it's been fun to to learn a little bit more about your story and you had some some great advice on routines and personal development, but how to bleed that into kind of all areas of your life. So thanks for joining me. Yeah. Thanks, Spencer. I really enjoyed this. Thanks everyone for listening. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed that one with Ryan. It's kind of baffling uh, how crazy similar our journeys have been going from both in direct mail businesses to creating digital divisions, personal development journeys, integrating some of these things into our, our businesses. It's super cool to hear somebody else's that that's been on that path and Ryan shared some awesome tips around one how to how to start your own kind of morning routine but keeping it simple i think my big takeaway from that was basically what he said which is start small you know so it doesn't have to be this 45 minute thing you can start with a couple of 5 minute deals or even just one one thing that takes you 5 minutes whether it's stretching or meditating or journaling you know, most people can, I would, I would argue that everybody can find the five minutes, even if you just have to set the alarm five minutes earlier. So I think that was a great tip. That's always worked for me too. When I'm trying to implement something new is just take a baby step. And then you kind of build on that. Just like if you go to the gym, you know, you're not going to start by throwing all the weights on there. You start with what you can, and then you slowly just add on and add on to that. And then the other takeaway too was really just finding different creative ways to bake in personal development to your company and with your team. And I know um, I can speak from my experience. I can't speak from Ryan's, but that has made a huge difference in just our culture and the way people approach problems and their attitudes and all those things that come along with you know, things that you learn through personal development, and personal growth. So I, I liked um, what Ryan's doing with his uh, Sunday newsletter to the team where he's baking in things that he's already doing, you know, he's learning throughout the week. And then he's just saying, hey, I can share this with my team and kind of pay it forward. And hopefully that will start to pay 
some dividends in their own personal lives, and then I'm sure it impacts the company in a very positive way. So those were a couple of great takeaways I pulled from Ryan. And again, I hope you guys enjoyed the conversation. We'll see you back here next time on Builder Funnel Radio. Thanks again for listening, everybody. And as a quick reminder, text RADIO to 33777 for some free goodies as a thank you for listening to the show. And if you got some value from today's episode, I just ask that you leave us a quick review on iTunes. It really helps us spread the word and grow this awesome community of people who are working to improve their lives and their businesses. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Builder Funnel Radio.